0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Wednesday, the 30th of August, 2023. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up 1.2% today to 7,298 points following a strong day amid data showing lower than expected inflation in July as a result, it was green across almost all the sectors, with the exception of consumer discretionary and communications, which only fell slightly. Industrials and healthcare were the best performers over the day. In terms of companies, the best on the boss was Brain Chip Holdings, up 9.1%, followed by pathology group Helios Limited, up 7.8%. Helios posted a $367.8 million loss, but the company said it had reset its cost base following a collapse in government-funded COVID-19 testing. Transport and logistics company Brambles was up 7.1%. Brambles posted a lift in net profit of 19% over the financial year. And one of the the better results of the reporting season overall, it was able to increase costs and surcharges on customers to offset rises in timber costs and also in energy and in labor. The worst performer today was Chalice Mining, which plummeted 25.2% following a scoping study about a new metals mine. Chalice said it likely won't complete a feasibility study until mid-2025 and production won't kick in for another four years after that story number two flight center has posted 301.6 million dollars in underlying earnings for the last financial year that compares to a 183 million dollar loss the year before It's, it's a big turnaround story but investors it seems were a little bit lukewarm on it shareholders have welcomed the return of dividends which will be paid for the first time since before the pandemic but flight center managing director graham turner said the turnaround exceeded their own expectations and they'd benefited from the removal obviously of restrictions imposed on travel during covid he said travel seemed to be holding up well compared to other sectors right now and corporate trips in particular have been strong but it wasn't all good news and the market was a little subdued in response the share price for flight center closed down 2.8 percent today Story number three, an interesting story out of Melbourne that really speaks to the state of manufacturing in this country. Fashion label Nobody Denim has trimmed its business by 40 garment workers and criticised just how difficult it is to keep manufacturing in Australia. Founder John Condillis has told the Financial Review that it is the hardest and saddest thing he's ever had to do, but it has become impossible to manufacture locally. He said they're exploring outsourcing. Right now, though, he can't service a government contract to make combat uniforms, and the future of the fashion line is unclear. The union is seeking a hero. In the Fair Work Commission over concerns workers have been left in limbo and need to finalise redundancy payments and entitlements. Nobody Denim was founded in 1999 and has been sold in many stores, including David Jones and online on The Iconic. It markets itself as being made in Australia to guarantee fair working conditions for garment makers. Story number four A big German energy utility company, RWE, has met with the Australian government to pledge a six billion dollars renewable power expansion down under. Uh, the chief executive of the company, Marcus Kreber, is planning a 13-fold expansion of its existing Australian business to add three gigawatts of capacity by 2030. The Financial Review reported that this extra growth will be from wind, solar and storage projects. This comes amid major questions about whether Australia can achieve its transition goals, but... Kreber brushed off these concerns, saying the same problems are happening worldwide and everybody just needed to be pushing in the same direction. He has signed a deal with Stanwell to deliver up to 10 gigawatts in renewable projects by 2035. And final story, story number five, the financial services regulator has written an open letter to 30 major banks and lenders telling them they must make sure struggling everyday Australians are being supported. The Australian Securities and Investments Commission is unfortunately noticing a lot more people in financial distress as the cost of living rises, so it's told lenders that they've got to support customers in hardship makes sense. This includes the big four banks. They've told lenders what they can expect from them, uh, including telling Aussies how they can seek assistance and genuinely considering customer circumstances and trying to come up with sustainable solutions. Because of how expensive everything has become and the stress families are under, ASIC is going to make this more of a focus over the next 12 months. They are currently reviewing 10 major lenders to understand exactly how hardship is managed That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 30th of August, 2023. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the fear and greed business news. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.